Banter podcast where the topic is the rocking and the brew. Well, happy to few. I'm your host, Rob G. And with me, as always, the legendary brew crew. What's going on, fellas? Yo, what's up, guys? Yeah, we are down the mountain. We are down the man today. So, shout out to yo, uh, out there doing his uh, be more stomp or be more swag. He he, he likes, he likes be more. (laughs) You know, that's a nice little quick weekend getaway. I, you know, I, I definitely, you know, give him his. Is respect on that. That that's a good little getaway spot. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's quick, quick and easy right there. Um, a lot of stuff right at your doorstep of, wherever you stay. Yeah, if you want to re- venture a little further, you can go in DC area or even out, outside True. the outside um, DC. Uh, I'm at the Baltimore area as well. Got some stuff in like Bowie and yeah. And, uh, that's and, the beauty. That is the beauty of being in Delaware that you can just hit you know hit these couple of states, neighboring states, in in, in like in two hour radius or shorter. That's beautiful. Yeah. Um, yeah. Welcome to uh, episode 150 of our Bruising yeah. Banter podcast. I'm glad the, mm-hmm. everybody who's watching and listen, uh, see us and say hello, people. Everybody right, who, right. <laughs> everybody who is listening, <laughs> what's going on? Uh, yes, like sir. I said, this is uh, episode 150. So we do have a special guest with us. So we're not going to take too much time. We're just going to get right into it. We want to bring the 2020 WIM Storyteller of the Year, the 2020 Ad Club Rockstar Award winner. Uh, the Oprah that you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> the CEO of D Flash and the mm-hmm. host and creator of the Reset Podcast, Laura Mignot, to the podcast. Hey. hey. Nice. Welcome. Nice. Hi. 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 How have you been? Oh, good. You know, we're still in the paninis, but whatever. Right. <laughs> I like the nicknames people give this. Yeah, you just call era. it a panini? Yeah. Right. I, love it. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> it's, definitely, it's definitely a panini, man. Like, panini, panini, panorama, paramore, whatever. Um, but yeah, so. But all yes. It's, it's, been, it's okay. It's okay. okay. Everybody's, COVID, everybody's COVID safe. A, if COVID was a paramore, it's a terrible one. Mm-hmm. No, it's, it's an evil paramour. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Right. Um, so, so I wanted to just quickly hop in and just make the connection uh, for our viewers, listeners, and even for uh, you know my fellow co-ho- co- other co-hosts or podcast members. 
Laura and I, we go back to 2019, summer 2019. Uh, we both happened to be uh, at friends' wedding in New York. Uh, I was friends with the groom. She was good friends with the bride. I sang at the wedding. I was the wedding singer uh, for that uh, engagement. And shortly after, what, cocktail hour, I guess we were probably in, uh, Laura and I had a a, a brief moment to um, exchange, um, you know, family, kind of what we do outside of being there at the event and learned that we both were fellow podcasters. Um, And so that's how we, you know, begin to just really our exchange and we have stayed in touch and remained, uh, you know, in connection, um, you know, since 2019 that summer. And really what triggered me to reach out to her to reconnect was a post she had made on LinkedIn. And I'm just going to read a quick excerpt of it that said, taking my own advice is 2022 and I want more speaking engagements. Please invite me on your <laughs> podcast platforms, TED Talks, Bespoke, and literally did I answer. So... <laughs> Well, welcome. Yes, we are the first. We are the first. Challenge accepted. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yes. I appreciate the challenge accepted. Thank you, guys. Yes, Thank yes. you, Devin. And, you know, yeah, I mean, it's also crazy that, like, that was 2019, because I just saw that Rosie is two. Two now. now. Right, your daughter. crazy. Uh, <laughs> and I've met her exactly once. <laughs> right, right. Because, you know, pandemic. Makes pandemic, people, right. Oh, makes people see. Right, the pandemic babies. Was she, was she pregnant during the wedding? She was pregnant on the wedding, yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah. Okay, yeah. A lot Pandemic, of baby. So, like, <laughs> but yeah. Um, but hi, uh, hey, Devin. Thank you so much for taking me up on the offer. And fellow Green Venture gents, I'm delighted to be here. And, you know, have a chat with y'all about what I'm up to, what you're up to. And obviously have yes. a cocktail at 1 o'clock in the afternoon, which makes me very happy. So it's like, happy. All right. Like, all right. right. Well, speaking of that, before we get into it, we always like to know what everybody's <laughs> drinking. So, uh oh. Wrong Uh-oh. button. Uh-oh. Whoa. That's wrong. To- <laughs> oh, oh. I, I just want to test out my board. I haven't heard this in a while. It, it, it was uh, too far over. My hand reached, went too far. Uh, okay. So what are we drinking today? Okay. We always like to start with our guests. So, Laura, what are you drinking today? Um, so I decided to go a little bit kind of funky. So I took some BII coconut juice mm. and uh, some aviation gin because I am a gin drinker and connoisseur. Mm. And if you mix that together, you basically get this really neat, very light, refreshing cocktail. Nice. Put a little ice in it. Mm-hmm. Wrong. That's, that's a, I got to try it? that because I've been looking for drink. I mean, re- gin recipes because I got this bottle of gin. And I'm like, I don't drink gin. What I'm doing? Gin is shame on you. Um, no, I mean, literally, it's my own concoction. Like, I was okay. one, a couple weeks ago, I was looking for tonic water, and then I had this coconut juice in the fridge. And I was like, oh, what would happen before I stop having this? Uh, I'm like, oh, this is quite mm-hmm. tasty. So it doesn't nice, taste like nice. weird. And it has, it's, it's very, very smooth. Good, you can have good. it at one o'clock in the afternoon and not feel like you're a drunkard. Yeah. Cause every time I say, Cheers. every time I say I got gin, people are like, oh, well, orange juice. I was like, hey, I don't want to do gin and juice. I want gin to try juice. something different. <laughs> no, 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 no. So I, so I did have, I did have something else. It was a, I can't, I forget what it was called, but it was gin, Prosecco, and lime. And cotton mm-hmm. candy, instead of using simple syrup, they said use cotton candy, and they gave it like a pink flavor. That was actually pretty good. We had it during uh, New if Year's Eve. Anything with elderberry, or if you haven't had hibiscus juice, mm-hmm. and, 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 and gin. 
Oh yeah, it's become my uh, it's become my go-to uh, spirit in like the last nice, four or five nice. years, and so I've had every concoction. There's a gin bar like five minutes from my apartment downtown. So. Oh nice, that's, a win. that's definitely a win. So mm-hmm. yeah, I I, uh, I have swiped some of the recipes. There yeah. you go. All right, got to recreate. Got to recreate. All right, Lou, what you drinking on? Uh, man, I have uh, Left Hand Brewing Company, uh, the White Russian Nitro. I'm not sure if y'all heard that in the background. Uh, it's a white stout with coffee and vanilla added. Super smooth and decadent. It is 8.9% okay. alcohol by volume. Heavy. 20 IBUs. Uh, good to go from the can or like a pro in a glass. I am a pro. Here's my glass. <laughs> there it is. Look at that. <laughs> nice white stout. Swanky. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, What's the ABV? Oh, you said 8. 8.9. 8.9. This is plan, crazy. Plan no this is crazy yeah, because, um, first of all, it's very rare you see golden stouts. Um, right. I think it tastes like a stout. It don't look. It look like a pilsner or a lager, but it tastes heavy mm-hmm. coffee, vanilla. It tastes like I'm drinking alcoholic coffee. This is wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> this is wonderful. Yeah. I can't think of anything better. My goodness. Yeah, yes. alcoholic. Not Irish, but alcoholic. Yeah. Hey, there, there you is go. a difference. There is a difference. There's a difference. No, there's but yeah, you would never difference. like just looking at this, you would never think this is a stout. But mm-hmm. it smells like a, it's everything about it is a stout except the color. This nice. is yeah. awesome. Nice. Congratulations again, uh, left hand. Yeah, who, we had, yeah, yeah. We had uh, uh, who's it? Left hand. Yeah, yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah, they did, right? Yeah, they, they did. have yeah. a golden stout. Yeah. All right, yeah. Dev, what you drinking on? Devin is drinking on a local Delaware brewing uh, company, Brookworks Brewing and Eats. This is their Hefoff, which is their Hefeweizen. Oh, that, that was good. Yeah, this is their uh, German style wheat beer coming in at uh, 5.2%. Can you mm-hmm. see that? A little writing down there. Yeah. Um, this here Hefoff is your boss, your local politician. Maybe, maybe, maybe your ex mother in law. Okay. The <laughs> there are off. probably a number of people you like to say hef off to relax. This American wheat has your back. So, this here, uh, very uh, golden color here. It did have a, a bit of head on it. I poured it maybe about five minutes ago, so it's now depleted. But this is a delicious pour and refreshing drink for an early afternoon. So, pass me another. Hefe's already. Shout out to Ron. Good job. Yes. Good job. Good job. (laughs) Rob G. Yes, sir. What are you drinking on for episode 150? It's funny because I'm actually drinking, I think, I guess it's part of that whole group. I'm drinking from Miss Apillion. It is Miss Apillion. It's the Vader Dark Imperial IPA. I don't know if you can see that. Look at you. Yeah, it is. 8.2. If you see that, ABV, 8.2 ABV. I uh, got mm-hmm. uh, I got I got Citra, uh, Simcoe, and Mosaic hops. So it's a nice. Uh, nice. Obviously, it's a it's a black lager. So I mean, it's a black IP. So there it is right there. It is a in black yeah, color. Uh, it is uh, tasty if you like if you like IPAs. Um, it is good. So uh, shout out to Mr. <laughs> Pillion. I'm gonna say pass me another for that as well. <laughs> um, all right. Well, it seems like yes. everybody has. Uh, Something delicious to sip on uh, while we enjoy this conversation that we're about to like, embark on. I feel like gulping <laughs> this thing. <laughs> you want to chug? <laughs> I feel like I need to chug this thing. It's so good. I'm going to take it easy. All right, then. 
I'm going to take it easy. Take it easy as you have off. Yes. <laughs> yes. Half off with the slowness. Yes. All right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, since we are here, we're just going to jump into it right now. We like to know uh, who Laura is, how she got there, where she's doing, where she's going, where she's been. Uh, so without further ado, Laura, the floor is yours. Let me give you another round of applause. So uh, I'm CEO of DFlash. Uh, we're it's a cultural communications agency. We've been around about uh, now into our 11th year, actually. Congrats. And we design experiences to make people feel welcome. So over that time, we've produced over 650 events. In the last two years, obviously, we've done about 75 live um, virtual events, mm-hmm. which is how we were able to not only um, survive but thrive during the pandemic as an right. experience agency. And, you know, for us, we just tell really dope stories. And, mm-hmm. you know, we've been really good at working with big Fortune 500 brands like Spotify and Netflix and Amazon, but also up-and-coming brands, nonprofits, pay associations, startups, you know, and, um, I've put rock walls in buildings. I've, you know, wrapped buses. I've built um, um, custom experiences on the south of France, French Riviera, and I've done private dinner with, like, you know, some really cool folks and, like, you know, um, George Lucas. Like, it doesn't really matter. Um, but, you know, the kind of same thing always kind of holds true. It's called Welcome Home. Every experience you should be feeling like welcome you walk through the doors and your home, so you'll stay in the experience. And mm-hmm. it doesn't feel like someone should, you know, you should, you're, not, you're not supposed to be there. Whether you're an intern or whether you're a CEO, you'll always feel comfortable um, in the experiences that we create. And, you know, it always has a kind of dope mm-hmm. vibe. And yes. that allows a lot to folks to feel good about the things that we create. And so I'm super proud of that. Um, even as we've, you know, grown, we still keep, we still hold on to that. And about five years ago, I started the podcast, basically out of, like, I wanted to talk to interesting people, and I heard this podcasting thing was kind of interesting. Um, and I looked around the marketplace, and I, I, want, I knew I wanted to focus on, on business. I mean, obviously, I know tons about pop culture and all sort of stuff, but I wanted to kind of focus on the story of business leaders. And when I looked around, I was talking about white dudes. Talking right. about how they were crushing it, and I'm like, "Shut up!" <laughs> <laughs> Your daddy gave you a five million dollar loan. Shut. Uh, <laughs> uh, that's not how this works. No, um, and and you needed to hear from people who were doing the real work in business. And so I was like, "Well, I know. Why don't I? I know tons of people in business. Why don't I give mm-hmm. them a forum to just do that?" And so the reset podcast was born. And you know, I think we're at two hundred and. 50-something episodes at this point. Okay. Um, and we I know, hold true to the same thing. We've been able to win some nice awards. We were just in Essence last week as like one of the 22 podcasts you should know. Um, we hold on to that same thing. Like we talk to, I talk to all kinds of folks from business, and wherever that might be, whether they're just starting out, whether they're at big companies, whether they're at small companies. Um, you know, What was their first job? How did they get to be there? What do they do for their self-care? Um, what they wish they knew now when they were younger, um, and I'd give her an ask. And the responses I get from these folks in in all walks of life has been fantastic. Yeah. And it's been a great experience. And, you know, I created this thing a couple of years ago called the 29 Days of Magic Campaign, where I interview mm-hmm. a black woman a day for Black History Month, because apparently no one had thought to do this before. Right. Again, I'm like, what? <laughs> right. Why not? Right. Um, not? And and not pick people that I knew because I was like, I know tons of black women. But let me go find some new ones and or um, recommend them to me. And so, first year we had thirty. Last year we had thirty nine. 
Um, and I'm recording those episodes now and I've got some amazing people who come through the same kind of like, come to me. Yes. Um, I want you all to, or recommend um, who you think would be someone great who has a cool story. And it, and it doesn't have to be someone who's like CEO of blah, blah, blah. It's just, I want to hear from, I think that we forget that the everyday person does something awesome every single day mm-hmm. and, and mm-hmm. has a story to tell that can, someone can inspire can give a bit of knowledge and a nugget to some folks. And so that's what the forum kind of creates. And so I'm super proud of what we've been able to create. And I'm excited for 2022 because I'm sure we're going to cause all kinds of trouble this year. Yes, yes. <laughs> As um, what's our guy, uh, Jola says, uh, good trouble? Uh, all the time. <laughs> good trouble. Yeah, yeah, nothing wrong with that. Um, so when you, I guess, I mean, I guess my question in terms of is around the, uh, the uh, I guess experience company like what was that straight out from like did you just start that or did, is that something that you you, you grew into? Yeah, I've never planned an event before before I created an events company. Okay, what well, you go? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, way back when um, it was basically um, got thrown together to do an event for a, um, a professional organization with some other folks and. It was like, well, I know how to plan some stuff because I'm a project manager, but I'm a, I was a project manager for a big advertising agency deploying websites. Mm-hmm. So, like, I built some very famous websites and, you know, sat with developers till 1 o'clock in the morning at New Year's Eve, launching all kinds mm-hmm. of websites. Like, yeah, I hated that job. Um, <laughs> I really hated that job. Very good. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. And, you know, part of my, like, kind of trying to get out of that was to start networking and going to events and did this event and we sort of ripped out all the kind of stuff we didn't like so like the check-in process we made it easier we made sure that the panelists were kind of interesting as opposed to the kind of boring pr ones that you hear um and you make sure that we had good like wine and cheese like simple Mm -hmm. stuff um and that resonated with folks and so the idea of doing these sort of networking events kind of was a, a side hustle was born and the porn business partner and I just like started doing these events every single month and again kept it really simple like make people feel welcome make sure no one's sitting by themselves when they walk through the doors say hi great to see you what brings you here um you know make sure we open open bars finish fish candies like simple stuff um and from the very beginning it resonated with folks and prior second event you know people were asking us to sponsor it i'm like we don't we're not a company i don't have a bank account <laughs> so if you write me a check i don't know what you're gonna do so i remember googling how to get a tax id mm. uh and so like that's how it started it was still a side hustle for the first two years of just get, doing these events and getting interesting people to come talk who were like some big names in advertising and marketing and this is like 2009 2010 when folks were just blowing up mm-hmm. and um a lot of brand folks started coming and saying, hey, can you do that for us? And I'm like, what? This. I'm like, it's not that, okay, you'll give me money? Sure, I'm in. <laughs> um, I'm like, I'm not stupid. Um, so, like, and so we just kind of started growing from there. And then in 2011, decided to like take the leap and be like, you know what? Let's try it. If, we don't, if it doesn't work, we'll meet, a, we'll meet a bunch of people and we'll just kind of go into whatever job takes us next. Mm-hmm. And lo and behold, it stuck. And mm-hmm. brands started hiring for stuff, started hiring us for bigger stuff. Um, and then we like, next thing I know, I'm building activations in South by Southwest, and I'm like nice. getting restaurants and turning them into yoga studios. I mean, just bananas. I'm like 
throwing giant parties of Erica Badu uh, and serving chicken and waffles on a rooftop in Austin, Texas. I did the mm-hmm. wildest, craziest yes. stuff. But still the same vibe where like this was a utility, this was a cool space. No one felt like you didn't feel welcome. I mean, mm-hmm. look, we're all black people here. So like for me to be doing that um, was a rarity. Mm. And they're like, well, this is multicultural. No, it's not. <laughs> it's called, it's called, if you build dope stuff, guess what? Everybody comes, meaning everybody, right. not just who you think is everybody. Right. Um, and if that's what you think multicultural is, you dumb. This is like, this is, like, this is about <laughs> making everybody feel good. Yes. Because um, you gotta meet people come to. Duh. Um, right. And so it just kind of grew and grew and grew, and um, you know, obviously it had all kinds of crazy ups and downs of being an entrepreneur and like. Economic downturns are scary, mm-hmm. and you know, ultimately, my business partner, you know, got married, had a couple of kids, kind of wanted to do something else, and so I bought her out. And uh, so I've been running the company solo for the last five years, and obviously, we had COVID in 2020, which was terrifying. And mm-hmm. you know, you thought I was going to get a real job. <laughs> I was like, wait, this is not fun anymore. Um, but you know, in that time in 2020, I actually kind of really found our purpose mm. um, because, you know, I've been traveling nonstop, flying everywhere for our events for nine years. And so mm. I was home for a year. And so I got to really sit and think about the work we wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And um, one of the things I wanted to do was sort of help out with COVID because obviously, you know, it was terrifying. And I had relatives who were sick, who got it very early and thankfully were okay. But like, I'm like, this is dumb. I can move heaven and earth. Like I've put all kinds of stuff all around the world. I'm starting to figure out how to get to mass from China here. Like, come on. And mm-hmm. I did. And lo and behold, I ended up working with a nonprofit to help get millions of masks into the hands of lots of students at HBCUs across the country um, and That's other items of PPE and like, you know, and do the right thing. And, you know, mm-hmm. like, I, I remember I was talking to the people from my profit one day and they're like, so how do we talk to these communities of color? I'm like, like you talk to anybody Use words. <laughs> yeah. Use the oh, you your words. Like just be like, don't talk to other people. And also remember that it might be 2020 where you are in New York city, but it might be 1998 in some states. 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 And mm-hmm. so it doesn't mean that you should treat those people ridiculously. Yes, they can't DM you on Slack, but pick up the phone. Right. Yeah, <laughs> like, right. like, that's what you need to understand. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, that was you know, probably some of the most rewarding work I've, left, I've had an opportunity to do over the last few years. And that mm-hmm. highlighted just a lot of work. Um, and then we ended up, you know, getting a really cool project with Spotify that became game changer for our company in 2021. And so we had our best year ever in 2021. Um, you know, again, kind of aligning this interesting purpose of doing dope stuff. And so we helped bring, you know, 12 countries around the world, these up and coming podcasters, everything they need for podcasting. So their mics, mm-hmm. their laptops, custom swag, you know, so like nice. when they're at home doing all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And so it was super cool and you know, a lot of crazy light nights, lots of insane WhatsApp conversations that will never be shared out publicly. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be surprised at things you have to do to get stuff in India or in mm-hmm. Mexico. Um, it requires cash. Um, and, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. And, uh, but the thing was, we were able to make those things come to life. And, you know, as we are 
um, heading into 2022 now. Uh, we've got some really awesome things that are going to be coming up in the next week or so. Mm-hmm. Um, that'll be super dope and kind of game changing and how we view experiential. So um, it's been, it's been an insane ride. I oftentimes I I think about where I'm sitting right now and I I recently moved, hence my half wallpaper. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was sitting in this really awesome new apartment of mine, and I just remember, and I'm evidently grateful for like what we've been able to accomplish and what we have yet to do because I'm like, yeah. this is not difficult. This is not easy. No. Yeah. <laughs> the entrepreneur is not for the faint of heart, and mm-hmm. I do not recommend it for everybody because mm-hmm. you need some insanely thick skin to make it happen. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But when you can do it and the rewards are, uh, are, are really, really special. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's bananas. And I'm also yeah. like, the best one, like the best team ever mm-hmm. um, of folks who almost all are older than me. Um, mm-hmm. I, I took pride in the fact I'm the youngest employee in the <laughs> I hired grown-ups. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I am still a child. Um, and uh, but yeah, like it comes in handy. Like you know what your strengths are, you know what your weaknesses are. And like, I can't do everything, nor do I want to. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, so we've had we've had a really incredible ride, and uh, what's next is going to be even more incredible. Nice. I guess I could have asked this earlier. Like, what? Because uh, I always, every time I see it, I was like, "What does D Flash? Like, what does D Flash mean? Like, what does it stand for?" <laughs> you want the real story? Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Okay. That's why we're so, here. So, uh, in October of 2009, uh, my former business partner and I had the idea for doing this like little events thing on the side. We're sitting at a Starbucks in uh, in New York City, nearby Grand Central Station. I've got big glass windows, and we're sitting at the kind of like uh, stools that face mm-hmm. out to the street. Mm-hmm. And so we're like sitting like this, like chatting away and like, oh my gosh, I guess we're going to do this thing. I'm like, yeah, let's just do it and see what happens. It's a Friday at like five o'clock in mm-hmm. October. So it's still bright out. All right. And all of a sudden, my former business partner looks and goes, Laura, oh my God, look, I'm like, what? There's a dude flashing us. <laughs> he flashed. <laughs> 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 wasn't wasn't would have never guessed that <laughs> exactly so mm. basically so mm-hmm. our original name was digital flash nyc and because we like that was like that was the flash that happened that like, was like a digital moment because we were talking about marketing so like mm-hmm. um but yeah like so when we first started the company we had this thing where like this is how our kind of like icebreaker networking was like if you want to know the story about how we got our name you have to get us for a cocktail so we'll tell mm-hmm. you what actually happened, and so uh. it was like you like, and and and, and one not impressive. I'm just saying. Oh, oh, right. Come with some weight. Come low heavy. I'm a black woman. Impress me. I like how it's a double entendre too. It's digital and you know. Dick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so as uh, as as the years went by, we kind of kept shrinking our name down from Digital Flash, and then finally we took it rid of the word Digital. No one gets it. So like D Flash just sounds uh, um, and yeah. like, get, give people whatever. Way they cooler. Want. It's way more. It's way. It, way it, more it, it creates conversation. Yeah. 
but why? And I'm like, mm-hmm. come have a drink and I'll tell you why. But yeah, literally this dude's like flashes trench coat. Like it was just like, are you serious? Definitely, you can't you can't flash <laughs> like, without a trench coat, right? You can't. Like really, movie type thing. He went the whole <laughs> the whole stereotype. The whole, the whole stereotype. <laughs> In October, mm. like, I don't know if you guys have ever been to New York, but like Grand Central yeah. is pretty busy, right? And so it was a busy. It, it, we're just he like wanted he time. wanted both of y'all's attention. Oh yeah, purpose. Yeah, yeah purpose. purpose. Oh, you y'all two weren't the only ones. Y'all weren't the only ones that day. Y'all definitely oh, could sure not have been. Ones, but we were the two mm-hmm. people ones, and, and so therefore that, that's where I think it came from. And I'm like, what what did you hope to accomplish? Well, I should be like. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like how does that work? Or I'm coming like, home with you now. Like you, yeah, like, you, you did it. Up, like text me your number. Like what, right. what's going to happen? Like, what is Jesus. the purpose of this? Man? I think he just wanted to show. Call I think, me. I think it's more <laughs> yes. exhibition. Right. He should say that afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Call me maybe never. No, never. Not, at all, not ever. Epic fail. Yeah, because like that's a that's a mental issue that's a mental break a little bit if you yeah. outside in the pool with a trench coat on yeah it could, mm. yeah, it could be a fetish too fetish. Yeah. It's to- it was totally so fetish. so if it's a fetish there's someone out there's a lady out there that said i'm coming with you after i see that yeah or he might just it's get off he, he might get off on flashing people yeah yeah i think i think uh, the shock and awe of it all right was like because like, we were just like oh my god yeah. <laughs> and that yes. got that got him excited like right. oh they're disgusted by me that's <laughs> That's the point. Yeah. So little did, did, did little did he know his inappropriateness would, want, that would form a company that name. Like, could you find him and like uh, give him a company share? What if he literally just had a, <laughs> a, a mental break? What if his mental break? What if he had a mental break for like two weeks and y'all were in the middle of that and and now he's like a businessman and company you need your help. <laughs> um, has well, no I, don't, idea. I, don't, I don't remember what his face looks like, but yeah, I, right, y'all, you, neither one of y'all will ever know. No, y'all would never no, know. I mean, you probably work I with mean, them. You may have worked with them. Entirely possible. I mean, <laughs> again, the ways you can choose violence, that's what you choose to do. Like, uh, <laughs> I, 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 I was confused. But yeah, but yeah that's literally how we <laughs> shot our day. Wow, well, crazy. Well, I would have never guessed that like you said, Lou. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. <laughs> last guess. I mean, it was never a guess. That was not a guess. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I'm glad I asked now. No, we said that. Yeah, we said no for No one, almost no one has ever like no one's ever guessed. Yes, like I mean, no. we've, had, we've had hundreds of conversations with us, and like we're like, yes, what do you think it is? And they're like, oh. I, I actually <laughs> think they probably guessed digital. Right, they probably right. would. Sure, they've guessed yeah, digital before. Yeah, that, 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 that was our did. former name. Yeah, so like, yeah, mm-hmm. that was. I mean, our that was our name for the first. Six years of company. Oh, so, okay, okay, got you, got you. Uh, but yeah, like people will ask us, like, why did you call up with digital flash? Like, it's a camera, it's like flash, like animation. And I'm like, no, 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 no. You're, 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 you're giving us, you're, yes, you're giving us way, way too much credit for that. We, uh, yeah, we're, yeah. we're special here. Yes, like yes. We, we make the jokey jokes. Yes. <laughs> Laura, this is, this is a, a side question within that little, uh, thing that you just gave us when you go from uh digital flash new york city and then you shorten it to digital flash and then you go to d flash do you have to keep like reapplying for uh the type the name of your company how does that how does that actually work um so well i mean you become like what's called a dba yeah. So, okay. like, you know, our legal name on any contract that we sign is still Digital Flash NYC. Mm-hmm. Um, gotcha. But, gotcha. like, our website's dflash.co. All mm-hmm. our social is dflash, uh, at mm-hmm. dflash, um, or dflash NYC. Um, and, you know, it's just, and for us, it just was like, 
made like it's like saying that long name was a long right. name to say right, right. And, like, we're, and we're in an industry where you know words are short like it's like it's it's like a nick it's like the nickname like you call my name my government the government name is digital flash nyc yes but the nickname mm-hmm. is okay gotcha gotcha yeah right, mm-hmm. makes sense. Uh, and even now we just go by df most of the time uh, <laughs> even smaller like, that's because right. it's like you know it's a shrink 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 mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. don't throw a don't throw a t in the middle of that thing DTF. Hey, listen. <laughs> Actually, I, I think I think the the smaller you get, the more likely I would be guessed there. Start thinking about <laughs> nasty stuff. <Right>. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. Well, if you, no. Whenever we say DF, we say don't fret because D flash is here. Right. Like, mm, you know, right. We there take we, go. we take we take care of everything. We make everybody feel good. That's like a quadruple entendre. I know. That's I awesome. know. Yes, yeah, awesome. I, I, I guess I know what the other DF is. <laughs> I live on Earth. Yeah, I've been doing this. I've been doing like, this. Yeah. Okay. Yes. I'll be all right. I'll be all right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love it. So, so Laura, um, I know a lot of times um, when I've listened to uh, the Reset podcast, you share it with you know your guests that you uh, are originally from the UK. Am I right? Yes, sir. Um, t- you know, tell us, li- tell us, viewers, listeners, um, you know, how that uh, journey to, you know, America, so so to speak, happened, and about your, you know, your, some of your family lineage. Sure. So you can obviously all tell I was born in England. Um, my voice. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. 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 Carry on. Carry on. Yeah, just, it's quite brilliant indeed. I know. Mm-hmm, and everyone mm-hmm. wants some bangers and mash. Only, uh, only when she's around family. Only when she's around family that come out, um, or she right, get, or she get mad. Right. Awesome. No, crazy. I'm way better at doing a Jamaican accent because that is actually easier for me. Uh, um, mm-hmm. but yeah. So she, I. Uh, she's bilingual. Yes. I I'll cut um, but yeah, so yeah, um, uh, I have Jamaican parents, um, and uh, we were in England. I was born in England, and came here when I was three. And the reason I don't have an accent anymore is because kids are cruel. Mm-hmm. Uh, so mm-hmm. <laughs> this is like the like, Slick Rick story. You talk different. It's like the right. Slick Rick story. Yeah, came... I mean, really, I was like fresh off the boat in like kindergarten and like in a, a private school on Long Island and like kids were like, you're already kind of shy. You're super nerdy because you know how to read faster than anybody else. Mm-hmm. And you have this accent. Yeah. We're just going to make fun of you all the time. <laughs> right. Uh, so like that, the accent kind of went away. And so then it's been replaced by this voice, which completely confuses everyone over the phone mm-hmm. always, or over email. Cause I had someone recently um, not know that I was black and mm. over email and like literally like jumped when she saw me on Zoom. She was like, wait, I had no idea. It was a black woman. And she was just like, oh, I, I'm so glad to see you. I just did not think. <laughs> oh, that was I, great. I thought the link was, I was hacked. Like, <laughs> I was like, there's this thing called Google. Huh. All right, all right. Yeah. Google me. Google you, me. You, you, you'll see about us. Yeah. I come up first. Trust me. It's a very unusual yes. name. And I have a French sounding last name. No, I'm not Haitian. Um, which is also a common mis- misconception about me. So I'm just like, oh, no, we're Jamaican. I have a French last name because mm-hmm. actual French relatives go to G- go to the go to mm-hmm. uh, the island of Jamaica to go make a bunch of money off a sugar cane. And then, mm-hmm. you know, once you go black, you don't go back. And so they just mm-hmm. stayed. That's <laughs> right. That's right. Mm. And lo and behold, uh, 
our family came to be. <laughs> um, but yeah, right. uh, but yeah. So like, you know, I have a I had a different upbringing in upbringing. like I, I've mentioned this on the podcast many a time, but like having a Caribbean English background, growing up in in New York, it was just a different experience. And how mm-hmm. and, and being an immigrant family, mm-hmm. like I never went trick or treating. I've never done a sleepover. Like, cause like, mm-hmm. I don't get it. Um, and, mm-hmm. and, you know, and obviously I love to study a book. And so I was a super nerd. Like I have more degrees than I can shake a stick at. My parents kind of know what I do right now. All I know is to don't ask me money. So like, so that's okay. Sure. Okay. <laughs> you must be successful because you don't bother. Right. <laughs> yeah. actually giving us Christmas gifts. Exactly. Like I get you guys nice stuff. Right. Um, but like, yeah, I mean, I think the lived experience of like a Caribbean upbringing is just a different one than an African American one, just because mm-hmm. you just you see you, you get to see the world in different set of circumstances, mm-hmm. and as a result of that, um, it's a different view. Mm-hmm. Not one better than the other; it's just a different one. Mm-hmm. And um, as a result of that, you know, it, it affords me an opportunity to be in some interesting spaces, and like mm-hmm. I always use it as an opportunity to sort of lift as I climb and like, yo, come through. Like if I can get here, you can get here too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And not view it as like one is better than another. But no, like, dude, I just have to be in the space that people want to be. So like, I will bring you to. Yeah. That's how it is. Yeah. Just as you said that last part, that uh, reminds me of just our uh, short conversation. Once you learned we were uh, fellow podcasters and went at the wedding, you were like, oh, good. You do a podcast. You were like, who's your sponsors? And I was like, oh. Yeah, about that. You know, it was literally like in those moments, as you said, like you, you, as you, as you climb, you wanted to lift in that moment and like, listen, let, let us build, let us, let us, let us, let's talk more about that and what that looks like. And, you know, that came, I came home from that uh, wedding weekend feeling like, you know, like we got real work to do, fellas. Like, you know, let's, 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 let's dig in, let's do more. So, um, what what would you say um, was your uh, you know like your your the goal you set out to uh, really uh, build and uplift you know your, your podcast when you did start it like who was who were the pillars that 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 helped you do that and make that grow? Well, you know, it's an interesting. It was a, it was an interesting time. You know, mm-hmm. like my business partner and I had to split, and we so we didn't do the live events anymore. Mm-hmm. But it was also like it's just you know good timing with good people. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I had happened to have been working, I had done an event with a kind of now well-known podcast producer and mm-hmm. had like made sure that he met someone who was at the event. Mm-hmm. And he was like, and he likes, we went to dinner like shortly before I, I, I had been thinking about the podcast. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, I started, I was running by him like, hey, you know, I have this idea for a podcast. I'm not sure if this is work. And he's like, that's a great idea. I'll produce that for you. But I'm like, what? Mm-hmm. And so that worked out well. And then one of my clients is also a friend of mine. I told her about the idea for the podcast. And she's like, oh, we'll sponsor that. I'm like, mm. um, and, you know, I, I, I went to like some good friendlies of mine and said, like, you know, I have this idea for the podcast. I'm not sure what the hell I'm doing, but like, you want to come and like, you know, we'll have some like wine and French fries at my house and we'll try and record some episodes. I'm like, yeah, we're down. Mm-hmm. And I think it comes from like, always sort of being open to folks mm-hmm. and not trying to be like you're better than anybody else like i've mm-hmm. i've tried very hard to like when i'm in different spaces like offer some advice because i get i get to see a lot of stuff like you know mm-hmm. even though like i think the misconception is oh you have an events company so like you do weddings and stuff like no 
I do multi-million dollar <laughs> corporate events for brands that you use every single day. Mm-hmm. And it was, and like what we do is not just like a run-up show. That's like a building experience. And the result of that, we talk to like some very important people. Mm-hmm. And they take my advice and counsel on lots of things, not just where to put that shelf. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that gives me an that gives me an insight into other people. I, and I get to build relationships with folks. Like, you know, mm-hmm. the biggest thing I, I I'll teach a class on how I'm teaching people how to network because I'm like, if you don't connect with people, you ain't gonna get nowhere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, right. Like you can right. be the smartest person in the room, but if no one knows who you are, that mm-hmm. isn't gonna get you where you need to go. The connections are what gets you to the next places. That's how Absolutely. we build our business. It's like yeah. we've been on word of mouth business for the majority of our time. Like, mm-hmm. and it went win like tons of RFPs. It was like someone recommending it to somebody else who went to mm-hmm. our event. Like, this is dope. You should talk to Laura. Blah blah. blah. And mm-hmm. like that's how it, that's how it kind of came to be. And you know, you some of them I've heard me speak somewhere. They might have been heard the podcast. Like that's kind of how it all kind of comes to be. Mm-hmm. And like giving people the opportunity, like yo, like let me see what I can do to help is mm-hmm. is the right way to do things. I think a lot of folks um, half-ass that. Yeah, yeah. And or they don't back it up, like. Mm-hmm. Um, or it's like, well, you know, I, I want to. You have to like pay me to pick my brain. I'm like, oh, shut it. Like no, like it's like there's nothing like you can do a simple fifteen twenty minute. Hey, what's up? What are you up to? What am I up to? Cool, we're down for that. Mm -hmm. You don't have to. You can figure out what your boundaries are, but still enable connections. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I think sometimes that gets in the way of people's success. And so, you know, I've you know this thing that we the big thing we have coming up soon is. 1,000 percent based on connections, mm. but also delivering. It's like you can have great connections, but if you don't deliver, then it doesn't work either. And so, you know, we got this opportunity um, through a connection. We delivered, and so it's up to something really huge. But like they go hand in hand. Like when someone gives you a shot, you want to take it to do it well. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, that's what we even. That's why I always impart on folks. I'm like, if I, if I make an introduction for you. Do not screw us up. <laughs> right. It's not just you. It's me. It's attached to me. It's a dotted line to me. Is that why they call you to open that they know? Is that why they call you to open that you know? Yes. You know, a, uh, a friend of mine uh, who I had in the podcast uh, said that. And I was like, it's this whole group of like 100 women. And I'm like, I guess mm. it's me now. Um, <laughs> and I guess because she was like, no, you're just so accessible. Like, you just know, like, who to talk to you and, like, it's not. And it doesn't come from this, like, place of, like, you know, well, let me Like a name and, drop, name yeah. dropping. Yeah. No, yeah. I mean, look, right. there's plenty of people I can name drop, plenty of celebrities who you've gotten a chance to work with and done some cool stuff. But, like, mm-hmm. What's that just mean? people. Exactly. Right. People. Right. I mean, mm-hmm. and, like, you know, and some of the most connected people I know you've never heard of. And that's, because that's the way they want it. Want it, mm-hmm. you know, and and you do stuff for folks because again, the right thing to do, mm-hmm. and it gives you and you all and you want and afford you opportunities in the future because you mm-hmm. like look. Someone asked me for something insane a few weeks ago, and I was like, "You want me to do who?" And I was like, "Okay, it's a very famous basketball player that everybody knows." Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was like, "Why?" And he told me why. And I was like, "Okay." 
Right. Did it cut it? Did there reason yeah. why I cut it? No. Yeah, there was a very good reason why. And so, like, okay. I've had the two friends of mine who I thought would know, and of course, they both were like, "Yeah, I'm like, can we just talk for about two seconds to make sure it's not ridiculous?" I'm like, "Yeah." So yeah. they connected, and then I talked to both my friends, and they were both like, "Oh, we can do so many other things with you as well." Oh, nice, beautiful. And then they connected into the basketball player, and that was like in 15 minutes, oh, and God. and it was one of those things where it's like, you know. Great. Now he owes me a favor. So maybe and whenever I have something insane and I, I have a super crazy request, I'll be like, hey, remember that time? Remember that time? <laughs> time, to, time to call him. Let me cash in my coupon. Let me cash in my coupon. Right. I will, I, I will cash in my chip. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> yes. It's a time uh, to cash in my chip. <laughs> I, I will cash in that chip at the appropriate time. Yes. Um, yes. You know, there's like, you know, there's, I mean, we've done lots of events for folks who are, you know, very well known and behind the scenes something insane happened and I get a text from somebody like do you know how to fix this yeah here this is what you need to do and mm-hmm. then like and I and like some people are like well that's gonna be five thousand dollars I'm like no I'm gonna invest in a relationship here because yes. it's like it didn't have to be about the money every single time that's not to say don't go for the money but right. just like measure what you're trying to do and not mm-hmm. not everything is about cutting a check today because um, right. it could right. lead to a, lar- a much larger one tomorrow if you play your cards right and mm-hmm. don't get so hung up on other stuff. Again, it means to honor your value and not do stupid shit for free, mm-hmm. um, but also understanding that the you know the game is very long, the role mm-hmm. is super tiny, mm-hmm. um, and you never know who's paying attention. So like, mm-hmm. you know, try and do the right thing as best you can. Yeah, try. Right. <laughs> So, so go ahead, go ahead, Rob. Oh well, my question was: uh, out of all the events that you have uh, curated, like what, like what is your, what is the one? Do you have one that you're most proud of? Like, you know what, we did that right there, smashed it, rocked it. Oh, there's so many. They're all like my kids. Um, <laughs> but, everybody have a favorite kid. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> oh man, don't say that. I've heard that from my friends who have children. Um, um, <laughs> I do not have a favorite. I'm, I was just messing. I have two wonderful children that I love. Yeah, to and I love them equally. <laughs> Me too. Differently, but equally. Yeah, there you go. Yes. Um, okay. How about this? Um, I will say, I will go by this. I'll go by this um, standard. The most baller event that we ever did um, mm. was in the south of France over five days, and we opened with Gail King. We had Naomi Campbell, John Legend, and Gabrielle Union over the course of those five days. And we built this dope space that had air conditioned cabanas and a stage. We had we flew in chefs from all across the US to the south of France and they like made like five frit cheese, mac and cheese and then mm. like shrimp and grits in the French Riviera. It was the dopest anyone I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Um, it was the first time it had ever been done. Um, and we changed the way that you could experience um, this conference called the Cam Lions. Um, it was like grounded in diversity and inclusion, but it wasn't called that. And it had such a vibe. And like, you know, one of my favorite comments, and I saw the video on my phone, this woman from Estonia comes up to me and she's like, I just want to tell you, this is amazing. And I was like, I've never felt more welcome than 15 minutes ago. And I'm like, well, what happened 15 minutes ago? She's like, I walked in here. And I was like, (laughs) and she's like, I'm from Estonia. I don't see people of color. And mm. to 
be and I and I thought if I came in here that I wouldn't feel welcome that I would I would be the reverse for me that I would be the only and not only do I feel welcome but like I don't want to leave mm-hmm. and you know you know, for me that tells me I'm doing this right stuff where it's mm-hmm. like everyone should feel like you've got this dope vibe mm-hmm. and you because when you feel comfortable what ends up happening you connect with folks oh, you, yeah, you learn from people right, you build right. you chill mm-hmm. um and when you create spaces like that and you get that kind of feedback, like that's the most rewarding stuff because like you never know how it's going to be. You like, it's mm-hmm. all, it's a right up to that moment. You're just like, go, 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 go. And I hope it works out. Mm-hmm. But for that, you know, that, you know, that was uh, probably uh, like the dopest one we've ever done because mm-hmm. it, it encompassed so much in amount of time. And it was the first of its kind. Mm-hmm. I think the other one is probably this past year with Spotify. Because that was rewarding in a whole other way. Because we're in the middle of a pandemic. A lot of these folks, you know, are very, were young, like 18, 21. Mm-hmm. It's the first time they're, like, getting to, like, share their voice with the world. Mm. And you got to see, like, you know, some women, you know, we, one of the things we provided was internet, like, internet access, mobile internet access to some of these folks. And, like, you know, one girl in one of the countries that we were um, uh, sending the boxes to, said to our kind of local team leader, like, oh, how do I send the internet back once the program is over? And he's like, no, it's yours to keep. And she's like, mine to keep? Mm. And she's like, yeah. She's like, I've never had internet before. Mm. And you think about um, what that means and and how this, you you know, sleepless nights, all kinds of crazy phone calls, just literally driving yourself crazy. And you think about, like, yeah, I have internet on this, I have internet on this computer, I've got my iPad, like, what right. I have this watch, like right. what? What are you talking about? You have internet, right. and you realize what it means for other. What you're actually doing for other people, mm-hmm. um, and like it makes that so much more rewarding because like you're mm-hmm. in the midst, and you think about to be in the middle of a pandemic and you don't have internet, mm-hmm. like just how right. how like does how? It even, how you even live? How's it even possible? Right? I was thinking it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so to be able to facilitate that, um, you know, that's a kind of work where it's like, you know what, we do some of the dumbest shit ever. Mm-hmm. And we do it and, and nobody does it like us. And it makes that's me awesome. immensely proud of our team and and the crazy that we're able to pull together. Mm-hmm. So those two. <laughs> nice. Nice. Aren't I glad I bumped into you on the, at that wedding in twenty nineteen? I knew you were. I knew you were. I knew you were amazing. <laughs> I just try. I have friends wherever I go. That's my middle name. Friends wherever I go. <laughs> I got, it it I sometimes got. pisses my wife off, but I'd be like, I know somewhere everywhere I go, or I'm gonna meet someone. I'm going to meet someone. She got George yeah, Lucas. Like, she got George Lucas in the phone. No, she got George Lucas in the phone. Yeah, that was a, that was a drop that tried to be humble, but definitely was not humble. Like you can't say I met with George Lucas and be humble about that. You should. Oh, you mean like oh, especially after Rob said I got the Darth Vader beer. You dropped George Lucas' name like right, like like me and Devin know each other. Like right. I just know George Lucas. We meet every once in a while for drinks. Yeah, you know, I mean, we went to the bas- yeah, we went to the basketball game last Friday. Right, right. I see the Clippers. I see the Clippers. Like, why are you at the Clippers game? Why aren't you at the Lakers game? You should be at the Lakers game. Stuff like that. Yeah, I understand. You really should be. I mean, again, you, you you casually mentioned you casually. I mean, the biggest flex I have, I think, is the Naomi Campbell thing. 
Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that, like, that made my eyes perk up a little bit. Because like <laughs> that was that was probably like the one of the most like, are you kidding me? No, like a wonderfully lovely woman, um, mm-hmm. and just she really enjoyed her experience. And this was at the event in the south of France, and like it was funny because um, she also is Jamaican English, and mm-hmm. so I had met her the night before on a beach. And a party with Swiss Beats listening to Nas. Yeah, I know. It was six of us, and Nas was performing for just the six of us on the beach. Like, Swiss was, was in the like, was the DJ. Oh, you are in the South of France, so I mean, it doesn't right. matter. And we're in the South of France, right? I, again, again. Sometimes I was like, what, "Where am I?" And I remember like, and like, I remember seeing her, and my friend was like. You should go tell her that she's speaking to the event tomorrow. I'm like, I'm not doing that. And I'm like, no, 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 go. I don't know. I'm like, and then he goes over and he goes, oh, yeah, Laura's producing the event and you're going to tomorrow. And he's like, oh, come over. And I'm like, are you? What? Mm. Welcome. <laughs> come on. Hi. Yes. Did you guys and bond over the, the UK Jamaican lineage? Yeah. That yeah. And so, but now y'all friends yeah. too. Y'all, you probably friends with her too. Yeah. She's in the phone. She's in the phone. She's in the phone. Hey. Um, Hi, Naomi. <laughs> <laughs> And like, but like, but like, like, just people, and just mm-hmm. talking to folks with their people. And when I told her about the event, yeah. and she was like, "Oh yeah. my gosh, this is amazing!" And and like, she came the next day, and she was wonderfully lovely. Wow. She also mm-hmm. saved my finger um, because someone slammed the door, mm. and we had like a little green room, and so like, we're escorting her into the green room, and like a sliding door, and the person behind me doesn't see that my hand is like uh, still on the side yeah. of the edge of the door, and slammed the door, and like hits my pinky mm. and you know when you have that moment where you're like i should probably be screaming bloody murder right now but right. naomi campbell's a foot away from me and i'll be screaming in her, her ear so i can't do that so it's like mm. and she goes oh my god are you all right and i'm like get ice and she like dumps open an ice bucket and like wraps my hand with ice and i'm like is naomi campbell like she just what happened was <laughs> Naomi Campbell just saved my pinky finger. That is a great story. I was like, I'm like, I'm like, you got a lot of cocktail stories. I, I have mm-hmm. a lot of cocktail yeah. stories. But yeah, like those are the kind of things that like where you just like, okay, yeah, That's cool. That, yeah. that just happened. It was okay. Yeah. Oh, finger, finger doesn't hurt anymore. It's all good. <laughs> so, be, so because you are uh, so accessible, like how many assistants do you have? Yeah, what is your team? Have, what is your team? I don't, have, I don't have assistants. You don't um, have assistants? No, I mean, like, I have, also we're a family of six full-time employees, and mm-hmm. then we have, like, an army of freelancers, or like, mm-hmm. 10 or 12, depending on the projects that we're working on. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, I kind of did my own schedule. Didn't I not say like, "Hey, like, you can schedule with me"? Yeah, yeah. I was like, All right, it was that. Day. It was that. It was that easy. Yeah. Sundays at one, sure. Laura, Laura's in my phone, y'all. One degree, you one degree away from Naomi, bro. <laughs> <laughs> that means I'm two degrees away. We are on our way, bro. We are on our way. <laughs> and like, you know, yeah. Um, I mean, I. I, I will say that I, I it is I do need an assistant because like I do get I understand I, I do get a little bit and I did it and because like you know COVID time like oh whatever you don't need all that but like we've definitely gotten significantly busier in the last several months mm-hmm. we're about to be even busier and my second command is like if you don't get an assistant I'm gonna slap you and I'm like, I know 
I will. Oh, so like in the next okay. month, I will be hiring. Him Working on that. Because like, it's like, good, good. I, I take it all so seriously. Like, you know, I don't, like, I respond to people when they email me. It's like, I don't, mm-hmm. but like, I miss stuff. Cause, right, right. right. Um, I get it. You're busy. But, I'm trying to delegate more. Does the assistant that you're looking for have to be local to you? No. All right, you hear that? It's a virtual virtual world. I'm just just asking so we can put this out in the ether and get some people to call you and send their resume. Disqualified. Right. Yes, disqualified, please. Well, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Obvious. It, obvious. It, they just can't say on the resume, want to meet Naomi Campbell. <laughs> <laughs> that, that literally is not going to happen. My name that, is Lewis, and I just want to meet Naomi. Can I? Lewis yeah. yeah. Dax. Well, no. you, you try to be her assistant, Lewis? <laughs> no, 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 no. I, but I mean, it, we could talk. We could talk. <laughs> I mean, listen, I will say that I'm like, always Gabrielle for did stay for like eight hours at our activation with our whole family and like mm. like hugged me because I like actually had like sweet potatoes for her child. Mm. Oh, <laughs> right <laughs> though, warmed her soul. She's, I mean, they were the loveliest. She and Wayne were the loveliest people ever, and That's just nice. had such yeah. just wonderful the kids and like you know just wonderful. Mm-hmm. And again, at the thing, if you make people feel welcome, they'll chill. They will chill. hang. Yeah. And this is not yeah. about like having to be someone that you're not. And right. I think people are just people. It's mm-hmm. same thing with John Legend mm-hmm. and like everybody. Like yeah. people just they're just folks. Right. And yeah. uh, if you treat people with respect, like the same way, but like it goes both ways, and I'm right. always amazed that people like don't treat people who are up and coming the same deal. It's like you never know where someone's gonna be in like, six right. months, a year, and so you should. And everyone treat remember people. that slight. They remember. I, remember like, I mm-hmm. mean, there's a very well-known person in our industry, and complete slight. And I was like. Do you not know how small this world is? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and I, and I was like, "Yo, like, you can't do that to the people. Like, that's mm-hmm. just rude." Right. Um, right. You know, I think you know, as successful as I continue to grow and be, it is my hope that I never get to the point where I forget that. Right. Right. Um, because like I've seen it happen a few times where some folks are like, you know, they used to be really mad cool, and then like as they move up in the world. You know, they just forget what it was to, to be a regular human being, and yep. like you know, and it was, it's my hope that like that never changes for me. Mm-hmm. Or if, if, if I, or if it begins to brew, someone smacks me quickly upside my weave, and was like, "Don't do that," because <laughs> like you cannot. You really got to be chill with folks. Sure. Um, to your point, I I think of two instances where, you know, I could have been like starstruck and I was in Philly. Uh, Charlie Mack, who's a very good friend of Will Smith, he used to throw parties there. And my friend Nick, who would throw these events with them, they had this event that he could invite a plus one to. And we were at this uh, downtown center city spot called the Armory. And I knew that like it was Charlie Mack's event that he was doing for Will Smith. Did I know that Will Smith was going to be walking the room and there was this plush <laughs> like place and there were all like these like almost like a Miami style like beds were inside of this club and everything and like Will Smith is walking around and he gets to me and he's like you know thank you for coming and he reaches his hand out and he like shakes and I'm like oh I'm glad to be here like but in that moment like you know like you just have to be like normal he's a person like he just thanked me for being at his you know at his event and 
he's just a regular he's a regular dude at the you know at the end of the day although <laughs> i definitely was like looking at my hand for a minute later after he walked away like oh, <laughs> <laughs> like, oh my god <laughs> so I, I i i definitely i definitely get it uh but you just gotta you just gotta be in the right headspace when you're in the right in that kind of company yeah. yeah. Now, I, I think you briefly mentioned it, but you do also have a, a an online course called One Degree of Connection. Is that correct? Like, how can people yes, do that? What is that all about? How people can uh, find out all that good stuff? Yeah. So, if you go to my website, learnmethod.com, you can uh, click to sign up for the course. It's like 40 bucks or something. And basically, I teach you how to network because I think sometimes, especially for us black folks, mm-hmm. it's the, the perception of what that is gets this like ickiness or like, oh, you're acting white. Or, mm-hmm. you know, like, you know, you're trying to be fake. And I'm like, mm-hmm. shut it. Um, do you want to be successful or not? It's like, mm-hmm. you want to know how you get to be in a room with Naomi Campbell and she's the one shaking your hand? Is that right. for your event? It's like you have, you put yourself out there in a way that exudes confidence and bring calls people in as opposed to making people call go away towards you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, yeah. Laura, you have the best energy. I'm like, yeah, because I'm not a bitch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Everybody got that switch. Yeah, real quick. Also, I'm Jamaican, so. Uh, <laughs> um, watch it. Just wait. Um, mm-hmm. But, like, so we teach you how to, like, kind of break down the, the kind of misconceptions around what networking is. is by also calling it connections and that if you're one degree you know there's all of her with the six degrees of kevin bacon but really you're one degree away because like jokingly mm-hmm. like you guys never all one degree away from naomi campbell because i know her you exactly know her, you know me exactly right there right. you right. go yep. um but like but making people understand that you always that you have something to connect folks to Mm-hmm. in a way that doesn't feel like oh my gosh I don't know anybody so like, I know nothing about you guys and this mm-hmm. is an example mm-hmm. I know nothing about Devin but I knew that he'd been to a wedding which means I know you know at least five people you know the bride and the groom mm-hmm. you ate the food so you probably know who the caterer is because you probably mm-hmm. asked about the food right. you know a wedding venue because you went there you know a photographer mm-hmm. because you saw you got your picture taken it's five right. people I know nothing about you but I know that you know five people and when mm-hmm. you break it down in those simple ways like yes I do know people Mm-hmm. I can go to those connections and ask if they know someone who might know somebody else and begin to build out and kind of, and figure out where those connections can take me. and yes. sort of breaking down those misconceptions. One of the things we do is this thing called five for five. We pick five people you haven't talked to in like five weeks, five minutes, five months, five years, and just reach out. Mm-hmm. The pandemic is actually kind of the perfect way to do this. You can do it on LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, whatever. And just mm-hmm. be like, hey, what's up? Like you came to my talk the other day. We'd love to catch up. Got 15 minutes? Mm-hmm. Out of the five people, if you get three or you get two or if you get one, you can just like shit shit for like 15 minutes. Like, oh, what have you been up to? How's this pandemic been? Blah, blah, blah. And you're now on that person's mind. You have a person's radar. You're now on your radar. Mm-hmm. And, have, you know, kind of the energy that you put out is the energy you get back. So when you give that out in terms of like, oh, you know, I just, you know, checked out Grand Crew and Abbott Elementary on ABC. That's dope. You should check it out too. Mm-hmm. Like it begins to build, you sort of begin to build those connections for simple stuff. Mm-hmm. that build those relationships and then later on i'm like oh you know i saw that you know Devin. like mm-hmm. i've been trying to figure out i've been trying to talk to somebody who's who's doing you know interesting things in beer he might be able to connect me to somebody there you right, go right there it That's is really what this is yep um but also giving people the confidence to understand that like it isn't brain surgery like they're mm-hmm. and like 
it's about working smart. You know, you know, Lovia J. Jones, who I adore, who has a book, great book called Professional Troublemaker and um, Fear Fighter Manual, which I highly recommend mm-hmm. um, because it kind of does a lot of this as well. In terms of breaking down what you have to do in order to be successful, it is those smart connections. Mm-hmm. Yes. So you can be working hard all day long, but if you've never gone out and meet, met anybody, you, it's kind of like a tree falling down the forest. No one will hear it. No so you have to put yourselves in those rooms and those conversations where folks can really know that you exist and know that you do that. And I always mm-hmm. use myself as a perfect example. Remember I said way back in the beginning, I was a project manager mm-hmm. for websites that mm-hmm. no one knew who they were. And now mm-hmm. I have thousands of people. It takes work. It takes yeah. effort. But when you do it and you stay true to who you are, it puts you in some amazing rooms. Mm-hmm. If you had told Laura in 2006, was sitting there deploying M&Ms.com that by 2022, I'd be sitting here talking to you guys. Like, there's no way. Or mm-hmm. where I'd be sitting in my apartment in Manhattan. Like, mm-hmm. just would not have been a thing. Mm-hmm. But, like, I took the chance to, like, put myself out there and be in different rooms. And this is especially group of folks that look like us. You're going to need to go into rooms that don't look like us. Absolutely. Yeah, bl- like, over and over and over and over and over again. You, if you are in a room where you you are exactly the same as everybody else in that room, get out of the room. Get out of the room. You've got to go to other rooms. Mm-hmm. You have to go to other rooms. Mm-hmm. Like, and oh, well, it's not the same for white people. Yeah, because the world's not easy. Sorry. Right. But like, mm-hmm. you, you have to make the efforts. Like, you're mm-hmm. going, like, you just, look, you can, you have to have multitudes of crew, of crews. Mm-hmm. And like and molecules of friend groups, and they and you and you kind of you know have concentric circles of what those look like. You know, super tight, like folks you rather die for, you cool ones you know, mm-hmm. the ones your industry friends. Like mm-hmm. you have these sort of concentric circles of groups that you have, mm-hmm. but your network should never just be vertical. They should be horizontal. They should cut across everything. Yes. I know a guy who's not who's a lawyer. I know a girl who's a great real estate person. I know a guy who's a great photographer. I know a woman who's a great makeup artist. You know, I know a great guy who's a candle maker. Like whatever. You should be able to build those networks right. across every industry mm-hmm. and not think that you can only have one core group of people and that that's mm-hmm. going to be a right or die. That's just yeah. not how it works. Yeah, that whole Especially thing, people us. be like, no new friends and all that. Um, don't don't subscribe to that. <laughs> I mean, Drake made the sound song sound you can have, good. You can have but... no new friends, but you got to have a lot of new associates. Unless you're Drake. <laughs> like it's all about the network like you said you got that close group of that close group of your ride or die like they don't need to be new necessarily but right, the, right. everybody on the outer circles of the, they have to constantly be in flux and learning who who can help you better and, and things of that nature so laura you're, you're absolutely right i used to say um black people in america need white people to, to be successful you got to be in those rooms white people if they don't want to f with black people like they don't need them to be successful, but you have to talk to some white for, white person or somebody like you said, Lord, that looks different than these black people to be as successful as you want to be. So get out of your head and get out of your box and and do do better. You're right. Also, awesome. stop acting like you don't like you can't find. Like not again. You're gonna run into groups that are like don't want don't want to screw with you. Fine, but like you will if, if you put out things that you want to do. Like if you want to be involved, like the perfect example now is like web three metaverse and all NFTs. Yep, yep. And yeah, like there are, it is like, you know, 
quite strong right now. But there are pockets of good stuff. You know, like mm-hmm. I've gotten to know some really, really great white dudes who are in the space and like they're welcoming welcome me in. And what am I doing? Open the door, come through all the folks. Come on mm-hmm. in, the water's fine. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and you know, you you know, if you if you build the character of being like a utility where like mm-hmm. you're kind of the plug, like a joke about me being the okay, open it, you know, is because I'm I'm kinda of like a plug. Like I can put you this person and then like get out of the way. But yep. like you can, everyone can be their own plug. Whereby mm-hmm. like you know the best restaurant recommendations. Like you know, younger folks like oh I don't know anybody, but I was born and raised in the city. I'm like, so basically you probably know all the places for like you know babysitting. You know all the places where you can like, it's a good place for your kids to go for a class. It's and mm-hmm. like so when you talk, so if you're someone junior and you talk to someone senior, like there is something you can bond over. And, you know, mm-hmm. if it's like if you love cars, like I love cars, like there's very few people who love cars apparently. But like I can go in pretty much any room where it's mostly men and talk about cars and like break the ice. Mm-hmm. Like like or yep, I yep. like to drink gin. Like it, again, it's a it's, it's a there's simple things that you can do, and so that's what happens in the course. But like helping you just sort of see that like one you have tons and tons of value and i think oftentimes you know because we're told that we don't we're not enough mm-hmm. and that it's not and like you know we're always going to forever be behind behind eight ball people mm-hmm. believe it and it's like my thing is you are enough you mm-hmm. can do this you can have this sort of abundance mindset does that mean that every single thing is going to go right and perfect mm-hmm. every single time but mm-hmm. if you walk in this space of like okay I can make this happen. I can put one foot in front of the other and I will find a way to make this happen. Like if you are here today, like there, it's a gift. It's a blessing. Like, yeah. you know, I was saying to someone the other day, like we didn't survive a pandemic to play small. Right. So like take a shot, shoot your shot. Like, mm-hmm. you know, take the, take the job, take the new project, take the vacation. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, take, you know, take the trip, take that crazy ass adventure, like, because you, you, and then tell people about it, like, let folks know that you did this. Like, I mean, it's one of those things where like, you know, when folks know that you are out there and again, you can measure how you do this, like, mm-hmm. you are not going to see me posting pictures of my food on Instagram. Mm-hmm. However, if I go somewhere insane and like, this is the dopest dessert I've ever seen, you're going to see a picture mm-hmm. of it. Because, like, this is something cool and interesting that, that makes good sense. It's not every single day you're seeing me. Yeah. Like, I don't mm-hmm. want a vacation. I don't put on Instagram. I'm like, oh, I don't need to. Right. I, put mm-hmm. once, I put one photo up of a beach. And, like, at the, you should all take some time off. That's all I said. Right. Um, and you can do stuff like that. You can measure who you want to be on social media. Mm-hmm. Um, but it does, but doesn't mean you have to be 100% quiet about it. You can figure out what the balance that looks like for you. Mm-hmm. And put that out there in a way that you feel comfortable. Because if you're doing it in a way that you don't feel comfortable, you feel like it's feel forced. People know that you're just like team try too hard. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, But you can figure, you can find that balance. Like I've tried to find that balance. Like you'll never see me posting about my personal life ever on social media. Because like once you break up with one dude, like you never want to have that on. <laughs> Erase <laughs> Erasing, <laughs> right. <laughs> So like right. never again. Like you'll see it whenever whenever I meet the dude and like we get married, like you'll see a photo. Till then never. Um, <laughs> um but like, you know, if we go somewhere interesting and we'll take a picture of that. Mm-hmm. If there if you know, if we win an award, I wanna post about that. 
Mm-hmm. Um, if I do something really unusual and crazy, like I'm gonna do that. Like I did a Spartan race right before the pandemic right. hit, which nice. blew my mind. With what I think about now, how I did not get COVID means I am blessed and highly favored because it was, of Jesus. Like, fun. <laughs> <laughs> it was how many people? people. Woo! people. Mm. Like, and we're all corralled together. We're climbing up mountains. We're all in the dirt. We're crawling over stuff. I, I do not know how it is. I got COVID. This is February 2020. It was like a week before I turned 40. Mm-hmm. And like, uh, and I remember posting about it. People were like, you did what? Mm-hmm. And I was like, one, they're a client. Two, I, I didn't <laughs> realize I had signed up for that. Mm-hmm. I thought I was going to reserve. And then um, I got stuck and roped into it. And then I am my quitter. So I was like, mm-hmm. I'm just going to do this. And like, hope mm-hmm. I don't die. <laughs> but like, but it was also one of those things where it kind of showed that like, again, um, at a different level of accessibility, where it's like, okay, like you know what Laura does, blah blah blah, but like, yeah, she does Spartan race, all right. It's like she's mm-hmm. down forever. Like you know, you, you can you you can show different parts of who you are by the way that you curate who you are on on those on those panels mm-hmm. and on those on, on those conversations. And I think that's how you can put yourself in different rooms where you can connect with folks. And like, like I said, I met this awesome family who helped me with the race. So I had no idea I was being like, terrified. Turned out this really amazing Hispanic family had been doing it as like a fun thing to do. And like, and, and, and so like they, I stayed with, they adopted me and like the right. whole race together. And it was amazing. Uh, and, so it was like a tradition was, for them. It was totally, and it was the craziest thing ever. But like that's the thing, like you know, you got the got the chatting with these folks and like mm-hmm. had this nice conversation. And again, because you, I didn't let them, like I don't know what I don't know. So like, okay. mm-hmm. and so you asked me for help, and and was it's a key part of all this stuff. Like you don't yeah. have to be everything to everybody. You're not gonna know every single thing, but you can be chill with folks. You can mm-hmm. learn from the other folks, and and you can sort of accept, like when you're in those moments. Go for it. What have you got to lose? Again, pandemic. Like nine hundred thousand people have passed away. Mm-hmm. There are mm-hmm. thousands of people who have long haul symptoms. If you were blessed or not, you weren't. You did not get it. Um, take it as an opportunity to like take a big step, take a bold mm-hmm. step. Um, because you know, like, go for it. You have to, mm-hmm. There's no, there's no point. There's reason not to. Mm-hmm. Great, great. All right. That sounds like very, uh, yeah. very, very well said. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm signing up for this course. I'm going to encourage <laughs> my uh, three fellow podcast members to, uh, you know, we can learn something. We can learn something together. You can take the course and tell us. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't be frugal. Don't be frugal. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I see how I see how you is. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Spend that forty. <laughs> we spend that on beer in a day. More than that. <laughs> I, I, sh- I should have asked because I, I was curious because she had the bottle of gin. Did you get that from Ryan Reynolds? Did you get it actually? From Ryan? No, I'm not. I'm just joking. <laughs> no, I'm not getting gin from Ryan Reynolds. Come on, I, um. I, the liquor store. Is- let, let me let me ask you this. Like, <laughs> I was just kidding. <laughs> to, I went to the, to the liquor uh, store. Uh, hold on, wait, no, no, no. <laughs> so to be to be named as uh, one of Essence Magazine's thirty six podcasts, um, what does that look like? Did how do how do you how do you know that you're in the running for that? Does someone contact you? Like what? 
You no I idea. Had no, I had no idea. Damn. A friend of mine was in the list, and I was like, "Oh, let me read the article. Let me read Who it. Who else is in there?" And I'm scrolling through, and I oh, you had no idea from oh at all. <laughs> they misspelled my name, um, so that's why I didn't know. But I have a Googler around with my name on. Take for it. But like I didn't, so my name was misspelled, so I didn't know. And so I like I reached into like this is a connection thing. Like I reached mm-hmm. one of my, one of my uh, amazing producers used my presence, and I was like, "Hey, could you let them know that they misspelled my name?" That's <laughs> right. Let's like, get that corrected. Yeah. And it was like, done in like two seconds. So I was like, "See, nice. you know." See? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean that was you know that was such a lovely and pleasant surprise and like mm-hmm. um, but it also goes to doing the work of like of telling these different stories like you know it is mm-hmm. a cornucopia of people who've been on that show like I mm-hmm. don't uh, just because I do twenty nine days and night doesn't mean I don't interview white folks for example or white men for example I interview tons of those folks um, and you know people come to me in all manner of, of ways as as a result of coming on the podcast. Mm-hmm. And I invite you all here, gents, to come on the show as well. So we can do a little podcast exchange. And I can be on the other yes. side of this asking y'all yes. the question. Yes. <laughs> we, we, lo- we love it. We love to get from behind the, the, the mic, yeah. per se, and, and, do, and do this. Um, and we don't do it as often either. And uh, we, we, we need to do more and, and really give our listeners and viewers um, a sense of, you know, what it is that We've, we've we got going on things that we want to embark on things that we're um you know heavily involved in and and ready to you know do for 2022 and, and forward okay. i mean we 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 we, we kind of had a conversation in 2018 in, in my in my backyard it didn't just stem from in my backyard but my son's eighth birthday we were standing out back lou was here i think well all of us were here at one point but the whole idea of the podcast uh you know conversation cipher happen um just in the backyard or in the kitchen or around the kitchen island and then it became more of a it grew it grew from there so established in 2018 and we growing strong so but you, yeah, we, we can talk know. about that more let books know exactly you know, let, let, yeah. let the people know but yeah so i mean to, and also like you know but again my and i sort of just validated so that my hypothesis was right that if you made a podcast that was about People in business mm-hmm. telling their real stories Absolutely. without the without the hype mm-hmm. and the foolishness of like, well, my daddy gave me a my granddaughter a free head start. Um, and one of the reasons I, I think it works is that like um, the first question I always ask is always the same five years into this as what was your first job? And mm-hmm. the reason I ask that question is because I want people to remember how far they've come. Mm-hmm. And because once you do that, it automatically disarms people, and they start thinking about like, well, damn. Um, and it's fascinating because I'm always amazed how whatever first job people pick, so it could be paper boy, it could be their first job out of college, telemarketer, whatever. Yeah, mm-hmm. whatever they end up selecting as the thing they talk about always correlates to what they do now, which is mm-hmm. fascinating. Because it's like there's something about like oh I work Gap and now I'm global head of sales at blah blah blah, or like they were a babysitter and like you know they are a career coach like it's <laughs> mm. so fascinating wow um, mm-hmm. like, like what pops into their head as the first job 
and how it correlates to what they do now. And it could be like, That's oh, well, I learned like, oh, like, I was a fried cook and I want nothing to do with anything or guiding my food ever again. Like, mm-hmm. but I learned how to deal with crazy people. And like, mm-hmm. and now as I'm a VP of blah, 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 right, like, right. I, navig- I know how to navigate people and like, I'm known for that kind of thing. It's, mm-hmm. it's so fascinating because I think, and I think oftentimes people assume that like you just snapped your fingers and you got to where you are. Right, right. And um, especially um, for folks like us. And so mm-hmm. when it's really important or like you like someone just like magically opened the door and you just like glided your way through. Like, yeah, that's not how this works. Mm-hmm. And I think, uh, or that it's like you're a 20 year overnight success. It's like, also this takes work. Mm-hmm. Like you are not going to magically make six figures the second you walk out of college. Like mm-hmm. we were gonna have a road that is very, very windy, like my wallpaper. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And like you'll have stops and you'll have starts, um, and you will kind of figure it out in your own your own way. Mm-hmm. And that's something to be proud of, as opposed to like, oh, I don't know, I had all these different jobs where I jumped from jump to jump. Like, yeah, no, so what? You got to where you are. Mm-hmm. Um, and mm-hmm. so letting people see that and see that honesty, yeah. um, especially when we're in the middle of the pandemic. And a big thing that has been the question I've asked every single guest is like, what is your self-care routine? Mm-hmm. And especially for the men who come on the show, especially for the black men who come on the show, it's really important for them to share that because, you know, y'all do not take care of yourselves. Mm-hmm. Y'all don't sleep, y'all don't rest, y'all don't go to the doctor. Right. Um, and so it's really important for folks to hear that and, mm-hmm. and internalize that and realize the importance of it because mm-hmm. um, our health, our mental health is mm. so important right now, especially mm-hmm. as we are two years into our panorama. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so letting people hear that um, over and over again, I think is really key for folks yep. because I think, again, the, the, what the misconception is of like, you know, we can all be go, 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 And like, that is just so not the case. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I used to be one of them. Like when we first started the business, our kind of tagline was relentless hustle. Like we'd mm-hmm. go to four, four events a week um, and not sleeping and blah, 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 blah. And when I think about that now, I'm like, oh my God, mm-hmm. why yeah, did right. I do that to myself? Right. Um, now I'm all about relentless rest. So I'm like, <laughs> chill the hell out. <laughs> like, <laughs> go to the spa like i created a whole spa weekend experience that people now go to like do that like yes. go sit by the jacuzzi and like put your feet in like do, do not <laughs> like it is necessary and again this is especially for us like you know take the affordable luxury take the luxury and go and do that because mm-hmm. if y'all don't if you don't do it for yourself who's gonna make it do it for you so you've yeah. got to remember to let the importance of taking care of yourself, giving yourself some self-care, whatever that looks like, whether that's bike riding, whether that's sleeping, whether that's, you know, going mm-hmm. to buy the newest pair of Jordans, I don't care. But like when you do something for yourself um, and it is yours, it is so important to being able to put yourself in the best possible position for success in the future. Yeah. As you said that, I, it uh, reminded me, you know, when you, you had made a post, I think in LinkedIn about, you know, just kind of, you know, hitting the reset button, recharging. Uh, I don't know if that was, that had, it might have been in 2021. I was trying to find it, but what, what, did, what did you do to kind of reset? What did you do to recharge? Or what was your, what is self-care? Like yeah, I mean, I, I realized the importance of it because like I said, I was home for the first time in nine years. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, mm-hmm. 
this apartment's really small. I was like, I've, I've, I've been there. <laughs> I've been like, I deliberately live downtown close to the fucking bridge so I could get in the airport, go to LaGuardia and fly out where I could go. Like, that was my life. Mm-hmm. Um, and so being home and cooking and doing a lot of stuff for a year was like, I think I cooked as much as everyone could ever again. Mm-hmm. But like, I think. Well, like HelloFresh or just like just from scratch or like did you pull oh, out some cool recipes? I added every box service you could think of. <laughs> um, HelloFresh, Blue Apron, mm-hmm. Sun Basket, all, all the things. Who was your one's your uh, favorite? Not to give them a plug, but like, what did, did you stick with any of them? Okay. I mean, I think that's, the ours. that's ours in our house too. Yeah. Um, but now I like um, on that my diet cook. Oh Jesus! Yeah. Uh, I don't know how my mother did it for twenty odd years. I'm like, what? Ooh, all that cooking? No. Oh my God! Two meals a day. Jesus. <laughs> like Uber Eats and I have become very good friends. It's like that. Yeah. Uh, back half of 2021, I was like, you know what? I'm done. I'm so mm-hmm. done. Yeah. Um, but uh, from a self care perspective, like, no, I you know. I have a business coach who's phenomenal, and I'm a big advocate of getting a coach and getting a therapist, mm-hmm. um, which was kind of two really important things for self-care. Like, you know, when the pandemic hit, and I was cutting all my expenses, and I told my coach, I can't afford this. And he's like, nope, I'm not charging y'all. Like, just keep coming, because, like, I know that everyone needs help right now. Yeah. And so that was, and That's so, like, a blessing. blessing. And so really amazing blessing, and... Um, and, you know, I think having someone like him to talk to once a week to, like, talk through the things that were, like, freaking me out and terrifying me because it was it was an awful period. It was like, you know, you work so hard for something and then in an, an instant it is all gone. Your entire industry just, like, blew up in front of your face. Yeah. Uh, and so that was extremely terrifying. And so having, you know, having him to talk to weekly was a big aspect of my self-care and I don't think I would have been here. Um, had wow. it not been for having those conversations, I just was like, I don't know what to do. Like, I might have like gone to like go work at like Macy's or something. I don't know. But like, right. having him to like talk to about who like who I am. Like, there's mm-hmm. a actually I, I have this candle and I'll do a short plug. And it was like, and like this comic called One Twenty Five um, Collection. They're a uh, candle black on Capitol And like, I have this really cool candle. And so it says, I don't know too. So it says. I mean, I feel it from her, and then I'm like, "Who the fuck I am?" <laughs> but like, I need, I needed, I needed to see that. Right. I needed to see that um, because, like, I just like forgot who I was because I was just, mm. like, "This is just falling off a cliff." And so, kind of having those like little affirmations and little things really came in really handy. And my coach recommended like, "Go on vacation." And I'm like, "I don't, I have a business. I'm not going on vacation." He's like, "They're just spa." Like. But a friend of mine is working with go to that for the weekend. And so by some miracle I figured it out. We went to the spa. This place called Miraval Brokers, which is the most amazing place ever. And spent a weekend there and I was like, Oh, like this is what it means to like breathe and rest. And like I'm not like a nature person, I'm a beach person. Like I'm not walking through the woods, I'm a black person. What's wrong with you? But there was <laughs> there was like Hiking in, hiking in the Berkshires and like doing country road biking. I mean, I was like, who am I? What am I done with Laura? But yet, it was <laughs> the most clarity I'd had in a year. Mm-hmm. And I got to like just breathe and mm-hmm. like got some dope massages, like, mm-hmm. you know, had some good wine mm-hmm. and, you know, just got to like 
recenter and that mm -hmm. was just really helpful for me and so like as a result of that like i started doing these weekends at the spa like once mm -hmm. a quarter now and inviting more friends to come through mm -hmm. to kind of do the same thing that i did like just mm -hmm. reset and chill right yes, right, right he said invite him that's what i think that meant let me know Next yep. time I think it's in late April. I'm, I have to, I'm looking at the dates now, but I will let y'all know. Yep, it's you're not far. Weekend. I don't make that happen. Um, so because uh -huh. you create all these events for clients, right? Like, I can't only imagine, like, what does a team building event looks like within D-Flash? Like, what do you guys do, like, as a, as a group, let's say pre-pandemic or even now virtually? Like, what do you guys do to, you know, to kind of create synergies or to just reconnect they go around uh, just internally. <laughs> well, vir well, well, virtually we like send everybody like gift cards for dinner, and then oh, we nice. just like sit and and we sit and eat, mm -hmm. and shoot the street and you know shoot the stories and talk about like what like what the hell is going wrong, mm -hmm. um, and mm -hmm. and you know and and you, and you laugh about that stuff. I said, mm -hmm. oh, mm -hmm. laughter is kind of the best medicine about all this stuff, and so like you yeah. Know, Oh, our how can a holiday party this year was a virtual holiday party and the like, same deal like you know mm -hmm. we're the board or everybody like um wines and food and like just like recap the insane year and talk about like what was the one thing that you like oh my god what have i done and mm -hmm. like um and like it was just hilarious um it was and you know i think that's the thing honestly laughter is kind of the key for all this stuff um, and like you know, lots of folks come up and like, I smile a bunch. Like I do, That's uh, right. and and because it's not fake. I'm just like again, like I'm because I'm happy. Well, because I'm I, look, I'm look, I'm super lucky to be here. So I'll give you a quick story. So, um, the first night I came to America, um, I nearly died, and so um, Oof. so basically, uh, my grandmother had a coffee table, all glass, mm. I had a three year old. I took a header into the coffee table. Because, um, you know, little kids bounce off of stuff um, and like, apparently mm. don't feel things, apparently. Um, I smacked my head directly into the table and, like, covered in blood, didn't feel it, like, fell asleep in my dad's arms. He didn't know what happened until my mom came down and, like, saw him covered in blood and, like, oh my God! Um, mm. And, like, we'd been in America like 12 hours. Mm. Uh, so, like, welcome to the American healthcare system, which was terrifying. Um, and uh, go to the hospital, and like, they're like, we don't know how it missed all of your eyes to, like, you know, not blind you because it shattered all over my face. And it could have, like, easily cut my neck or whatever, um, but didn't. Mm. Um, and oftentimes. Miracle child. Not so much America, but like there's a reason to be here, and yeah, I think yeah, um, you know when I've had those moments of like, oh, what have I gotten myself into? I remember that like, honestly, but for an inch here and an inch there, mm. I might not be here. So yep. you have to take be grateful for where you are at the moment, and mm -hmm. you know if you if you if you made it this far, just kind of keep putting one foot in front of the other because you'll figure it out. Mm -hmm. And I've tried as a leader to kind of give people the same sense of like, listen, you could be working anywhere, but if you're working with me at this particular moment in your life, like that's, and I'm, I happen to be your boss at this particular moment, it's because we're sort of meant to have this connection at this moment. So like, mm -hmm. I don't want to take that for granted for you, and I hope you don't take it granted with me. Um, we try to do the best we possibly can, and, yeah. and that's all you can, that's all you can really do. Mm -hmm. 
Well, take a sip of your drink for that because you've been talking and you have not had a chance to like, oh, yes, you have had a chance. To <laughs> <laughs> oh, I saw that, that volume, the level of that cup. Oh, yes, I'm you like, have. I've been drinking. drinking. I've been drinking. <laughs> I have been graceful with my sips, though. Yes. 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 <laughs> um, well, I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad that we were able to, you know, hear and, and you were able to share your journey. Um, I think that this is just one step, uh, you know, closer to reconnecting to you, you know, virtually. Um, like I said, it's uh, it's it's been some time, but I feel like it was just yesterday we uh, were standing in the same space. Um, you were just as warm and welcoming. You were a great, great guest, um, and you've definitely been a uh, driving force for me personally to uh, continue in the podcasting and doing something that. I think that um, I could transfer some of my knowledge, my skill, and my charisma uh, into this, uh, uh, you know, into this industry. So, thank you, <laughs> thank you. Um, all right. Pleasure. Any more I questions get flowers. For, for Laura? I get flowers. Absolutely. We always get flowers. <laughs> I appreciate it so much, Jeff. Yes. Yeah. No, you guys. I mean, you guys did a great job. I mean, I. I uh, I, I, I pop in and listen, and you all, all have great guests that come through, and it's it, it just it's great seeing black men doing their thing. Yes, appreciate yes. that for sure. Yeah, and we will have to put you on our our, our invitation list of uh, things that we have uh, you know going on and coming on in Delaware and surrounding. What's up? States. What's next in twenty twenty two for y'all? Rob, you want to break the news? What do you, you know? You want to, no, you want to speak on it? No, we're still working on things, still ironing it out. <laughs> so I would say we're an area where we would like to really get into outside of uh, what we've been doing is we formed in 2021, we, uh, we formed uh, Bruising Banner uh, Productions, LLC. So it is more in the events space. Um, we are trying to uh, build the framework of what that looks like exactly, uh, whether it be curating us small events that really uh, pair well with beer experiences. Uh, but also uh, we uh, started a, a nonprofit uh, chapter called, uh, damn, I'm about to screw Black the and name Delaware. up, Black and Brew Delaware. Delaware. Uh, the president of Black and Brew Chicago, Mickey uh, Bryant, she uh, was a guest and came on and asked us to, uh, you know, uh, build a chapter or make a chapter here uh, that is about diversity, inclusion and beer. So we are now uh, championing and directing that under our umbrella. Uh, so we want to create spaces that are really uh, in spaces that do not look like us, that isn't predominantly us, uh, and make sure that, uh, you know, we are welcome in those, in these spaces. So, uh, 2021, we, uh, co-hosted our first, uh, beer fest festival, um, here in Delaware. Uh, we were given that opportunity. So it really got our feet wet in what we want to do. Um, and, and, and we want to embark on some of those kind of more events now that we've gotten one, um, you know, under our, under our belt. So nice. That gives you a little bit, little 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 tease, little taste, you know. Yeah, I mean, Rob, Rob was, was being a little shy. Rob was being a little shy. Was not a little shy. It's just more like it's still still in the uh, infancy yeah, you stage. Can, yeah, you you can give you can give you little tidbits, right? Yeah, sure. <laughs> just a little nugget, a little nugget here. Little nugget. Well, that's fantastic. Mm -hmm. I mean, listen, that's listen. Um, the event person to me is like, go for it. Mm -hmm. Just do it in a way that has a dope vibe, and yes. and don't try and 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 make it an event you want to go to. Right. Like, don't let right. anybody tell you what you're supposed to do with this. Like, 
Mm-hmm. Right. Make it the event. If you weren't producing it and you were a guest, mm-hmm. what would you want to see and what would you not want to see? So Beautiful. when you're when you're building it, like that's the thing to keep in mind. And then remember, and think of the, the events that you went to, which were like amazing, mm-hmm. and the ones that sucked. Mm-hmm. And why did the ones that sucked suck? Mm-hmm. Uh, and remembering that, like, oh my god, the food or like, the parking was trash. Mm. Or like, you know, when you first got to check in, it was really hard to get through the check-in process because they like wanted a scan card or like a vaccine thing or like whatever right. can you do to alleviate some of that Ease stuff. that, yeah. Um, that, that's going to be key, especially now with COVID stuff and depending on where you are and what the rules are going to be, mm-hmm. how can you make that process as smooth as possible is going to be key to, to being successful for it. Yeah, um, yeah. And then, this, but also like, do not reinvent the wheel. Like, true. good be. Good people, good mm-hmm. times. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, so so important. So important. Kind of all you need. Yeah. All you need. Yeah. And capital. Don't don't forget that capital. <laughs> that's a given. That's a given. Yeah. That's awesome. so yeah, we yes. yeah, but we yeah we can we can share more uh, in the near future about that and how we can strategically align our schedules to be, share that information on the totally, rest yeah. of the podcast. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like I said, we'll yeah. share, we share mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. want to do more of that. And so like when you guys come on, you, I want to hear all of the stuff. All yes. of the stuff. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Um, all right, any more questions for Laura? No, no, man. It's uh, been a pleasure. It's been a pleasure. Right. Thank you very much. I want to thank Laura Mignot for coming to the podcast. Thanks for having me, gentlemen. Yes, yes. Absolutely. We want to thank you for coming on. Before we go, we always like to know how people can find everyone on these social media, World Wide Web things, and all these good things that they're into. So, uh, Laura, how can people find you? Uh, Sure. So, on social, you can find me personally at uh, L-M-I-G-N-O, so L on all social media. The Reset Podcast, it's at The Reset Podcast. Is that the in there? Because there are other Reset Podcasts which are not as good as this one. (laughs) Right. uh, uh, But you need the the there. Um, And and, like DMs are always open. Like I said, I've always learned how to contact with folks. Um, Mm -hmm. I try and make myself as accessible as I possibly can. And um, yeah. It's I'm I'm an easy one to, to find. Um, yes, yes, you are. So much, um, yeah, yeah. Um, the, the way to have a conversation and you guys have been great. Yeah, it was yeah. it was awesome, awesome, awesome for sure. Yeah, I appreciate you, uh, yeah. Dev. Well, for as Lou would say, for all your beer needs, <laughs> um, you can find Dev Drinks Brew Craft Brew on Instagram, and if you need to email me, Dev Drinks Craft Brew at bruisingbanter dot com. There it is, Lou. Uh, my name is Lou Belgium. I'm on them Instagrams. I'm on them Instagram. And you can find Bruising Banter Podcast on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Bruising Banter Podcast. You can also listen to podcasts on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, anywhere you listen to podcasts. You can say, hey, Alexa, play Bruising Banter because we are on Amazon Music as well. Uh, shout out to Dev. Uh, I mean, uh, yo, he, already, he, he beat me to it. You there can find it him at I am 302. <laughs> there it is. He's on it. He's on it. Right. He couldn't be here today, but he is listening. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> and you can find me, Rob G. There it is. Rob Stay Bruising. Beep, beep, beep. Right there. You can also go to www.bruisingbanter.com if you want to get merch or find out all the platforms I just mentioned that we are on. You can listen directly from the, the website as well. Um, this has been uh, episode so 150. Oh. Uh, until next time. Peace. Have a good week, everyone. Let's hear this outro music. <laughs> <laughs>